Oh my. (laughs) Yes. And we are, and I remember walking down the street that we lived on and I'm pushing her stroller and the water is almost up to my knees because the street was flooding. And so I'm pushing the stroller in this water, holding my baby with all my other baggage in there that I'm trying to keep from getting soaked up in this water. And I remember just like doing the ugly cry when I finally got to the house because I was like, there has to be more to Mm. life than this. And what am I missing? Because I'm super talented. I'm smart. All of those good things, but something is amiss here. Welcome to the Turning Points Podcast with Dr. Samuel Jones. This podcast was created and designed to highlight tools and strategies to help you succeed in work and life by creating turning points to enhance your aim. On the Turning Points Podcast, we go deep to heighten your awareness, awareness. enhance your imagination, imagination, and develop strategies to attack your mission. Mission. And now, here's your host, Dr. Samuel Jones. Well, everyone, welcome to the show. Today, I'm so excited because I have a a highly sought out the digital marketing brand and social media strategist on with me today. Her name is Tisha Holman. Uh, She is the founder and CEO of Mind Your Business. I love that name. She helps organizations, large and small, implement strategies to elevate their digital presence. She has been featured on ABC, CBS, Fox, and the CW, as well as spoken on stages domestic and international, sharing her insights and expertise. She is the author of Lights, Camera, Action, Get Your Brand on Television, The Social Media Makeover, and Go Ye Ye All Into the World Wide Web. Tisha, how you doing? I'm good. It's Tisha. Tisha, I am so sorry. I don't... (laughs) I'm so sorry, Tisha. So listen, um, welcome to the show and uh, tell us a little bit about your background before we get into all of the uh, the business world um, strategies that you do. But let's talk a little bit about your background. Tell me where you're from, your family, uh, that whole back background. Okay, so I am a California native. I'm from Sacramento and born and raised there. And I've been in Dallas five years now. I have a 10-year-old daughter who's really cool. Cool. And um, she's actually an entrepreneur herself um, from hanging out with me during client meetings, being seen and not heard. We were <laughs> in the car one day right. <laughs> and she decided that she wanted to have a business of her own. So uh, she launched a lip gloss line actually a year ago today. So really? super proud of her. Um, you know, as you stated, I'm a digital marketing brand and social media strategist. But before that, once upon a time in another time, space, and uh, place, I was a, an event planner. And really? so, yeah, so I used to plan events of all kinds, corporate events, social weddings, any any type of event, I was your girl. Um, but the pendulum swung in a different direction. And um, now I am doing the digital marketing thing. And I absolutely love what I do. Really? Wow. That, that, that is pretty cool. So tell me about this. So of course the, uh, the podcast is called turning points and, and in your remarks that you sent me in the, um, in the pre-interview questionnaire, there's a couple of words kept sticking out to me that I said, I really want to start talking about that. 
um, because it was it was I was like, that's pretty cool. So one of the things you said was talking about alignment and and it sounds like even with your background and what you're doing now and even with your daughter, you you have some alignment in your life. So kind of talk about what process did you go through in order to get to that stage to what you're doing now and having that alignment? Well, let me tell you, alignment doesn't pop up until you experience the nitty gritty of what being misaligned gives you. <laughs> right, right. And we all have been there, right? Oh, definitely. I think for me, the biggest challenge was being an event planner and being really awesome at what I've done. Beautiful events, beautiful tablescapes. I was asked, seen on television, as you said, on TV, um, promoting my business, and it wasn't going anywhere. And it was very, very frustrating because as a single mom trying to take care of your child, you know, you are constantly looking for ways to, you know, keep the boat afloat. Right. And so for me, the, I think the turning point was um, I have to figure out something has to give here. And interestingly enough, it was a day that I actually, I lived in Atlanta for a while before I moved here. Okay. And right when I made the transition to Atlanta, my car broke down. So that puts me on MARTA. If you're familiar with Atlanta's transit yes. system. Yes. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> so I was working um, as an, a night auditor at a hotel downtown. Okay. And I had a three hour tour to on the bus to get to work at night. Wow. And then after working 10 to six, three hours back home. And so that's a lot with the two year old in tow. Sure. So one day it's like a terrible storm outside and it's raining lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. (laughs) Yeah. And we are, and I remember walking down the street that we lived on and I'm pushing her stroller and the water is almost up to my knees because the street was flooding. And so I'm pushing the stroller in this water, holding my baby with all my other baggage in there that I'm trying to keep from getting soaked up in this water. And I remember just like doing the ugly cry when I finally got to the house, because I was like, there has to be more to Mm. life than this. And what am I missing? Because I'm super talented. I'm smart. All of those good things, but something is amiss here. And so what I discovered in that is that I had to begin to pull from the resilience, the the determination, the tenacity that was already in me and really stop and figure out what is it that God has for me? What is is the purpose that he has for my life? And Mm. so it didn't happen overnight. I was still, um, I still had my event planning business Um, eventually moved to a job that was a better job, but still wasn't what, you know, I, I knew I wanted to be doing. And at the time I was afraid to take the leap that is entrepreneurship because we know that is a flying leap of faith. Right. 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 (laughs) And so, you know, being a single parent, I still had a lot of apprehension about making that transition. So 
the job I had brought us to Dallas eventually. And I mean, it was still a struggle for a while. Like I was on TV, like I said, with beautiful tablescapes and all of these things and still trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Right. Okay. <laughs> and so and so ultimately, um, I was working um, for a major ministry in digital marketing and social media. And I began to realize, like, there's something to this. And what I quickly began to discover was that sometimes you may be good at something. Um, you may have a, a high aptitude skill set to be able to do something, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's what you're called to do. Right. And so I think that was the pivotal moment for me is I began to realize that although I'm an amazing event planner, I don't really think that that's where God has taken me anymore. And then the next epiphany became when I really began to give fair consideration to the talent that I have when it comes to digital marketing I realized that I needed to move on from the place that I was in because the organization that I was in. Okay. So listeners out there, how many of you guys know, whatever the job that you're doing is, especially if you're working the job for somebody and it's the same thing that uh, you're passionate about, that your gifts are, that they're never going to treat you the way that you need to be treated. You're never going to feel entirely compensated for what it is that you're doing because you know that you have something in you where that where that area is concerned that is always going to be underutilized or abused in a space like that, right? right? And so for me, I began to realize I'm using all of this good stuff that the Lord has given me to fulfill somebody else's dream. And I was like, flag on the play. <laughs> flag on the play. I love it. Flag on the play. <laughs> and so... It was at that point where I really stopped and took an introspective look about what my next steps needed to be. And it wasn't until I got in alignment with what God has for me that alignment started to happen in other aspects of my life. And, you know, that's a mindset thing. That's your your relationship with money. That's your relationship with how you uh, perceive success and how success is going to manifest in your life. And it became an alignment, a mind, body, and soul alignment that was the turning point for where I am today as not just a business owner, an entrepreneur, but a mother and a woman. Teach, I love that. And, you know, I, I can honestly say you, you, you talked about how the awareness piece happened for you by by being in that, I wouldn't say a storm, but just almost a flood, and, and it like it woke you up. So so talk to the people out there right now who may be facing some hard times in their life, and and they're just trying to make ends meet, and they have a constant routine going, but they feel like deep down, they really know there's more to life, but they're just kind of afraid to uh, to take that next step, and they just hadn't been awakened. So here's the thing, you have to. Really, and, and I get, like I said, especially being a single mother, okay, it's not a death sentence. I'm not the first single mother and I won't be the last, right. but it definitely is a set of hurdles. 
<laughs> right, right. That, that one has to navigate when you are floating the boat by yourself. Whatever your hurdle is, whether it's the fear of what the, the, the comfort and finances are going to be, whether it's the whole imposter syndrome thing, doubting and questioning whether or not you have what it takes to show up in an amazing way in the marketplace that you serve, you've got to let it go. Because until you can get rid of the limiting beliefs that are hindering you from realizing that you have something amazing and special to contribute to the world and the world and the people that you are destined to serve are sitting with bated breath, waiting on you to show up so that you can show out and serve them on an awesome level, you're going to be stuck and frustrated. And that sucks. Nobody wants to be in that place perpetually, right? And so you've got to get focused and unapologetic and entirely intentional about really walking out your purpose and living that which you know God has called you to do, or you will perpetually be your worst enemy. Right. In, in that cycle where you just stuck over and over again, it's almost like uh, Groundhog Day, right? You get up and you live and keep reliving the same day over and over and nothing ever changes until you change. So I love the piece you talked about, the alignment piece. And, and for, for me and talking about turning points, so the imagination piece, I heard you talk about that alignment piece and with your mindset and relationship with money and success. So tell people about about that process, because I know it didn't happen overnight and you didn't prioritize one thing over the other. But what kind of resources and people and tools that you have in your life to kind of help you to to get realigned and then put that into action? Jesus, a good <laughs> I therapist. Love, I love and it. A business coach. Jesus, a good therapist and a coach. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Let's start with Jesus, because I, I think that is that is foundational. So help people understand what you mean when you say Jesus, because some people, they don't have a clue as to what, you know, it, you can get people calling Jesus, Jesus all the time, but, but they don't really understand what is expected of us. So give us your, your take on that. Sure. So they, I'm a pew baby, been in church all my days, right? <laughs> a pew baby. And- I never heard it like that before. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard pew baby? I never heard pew baby. <laughs> so... I've been in church all my days and what I, through, you know, conversing with others have come to realize is that there's a set of principles tucked away in that Bible that most people don't read. Yes. Come on with it. That are the blueprint for the, not only the life that we are called to live as believers, mm-hmm. but also there in lies the key to unlocking the inheritance, if you will, that God has already allocated for us as his children. Right. And so when you begin to understand things like the law of confession, how the things that you think and the things that you say are so, so powerful. And it's not a cliche. It's not a cliche. It's like, you begin to manifest certain things. And it's not to say that as believers, we're not going to have issues and things come up. That's not, you know, it's not a pie in the sky resolution to things. Right. But there are, when you think about, so the power of lo- of life and death being in your tongue, how the things that you think and the things that you say yes. manifest in your life. Yes. When you think about um, the principle of tithing, yes. how business owners, you are messing with your bottom line and your profit margin if you are not 
giving. Yes. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's biblical. Right. R- right. Um, it, it talks about taking care of your body. I mean, everything is there. And yes. so if you are only digesting what you hear on a pulpit or in a 60 second social media clip as your connection to God, then you are missing some soul food in your diet. Amen. And so you've got to really delve into understanding what the word says about um, what you're entitled to as one of his kids. There's some perks in this thing. Right. And and until you tap into them, you know, it's going to be your, there's the, that's why I said Jesus first, because until you get the alignment with what, God says about you, nothing else mm-hmm. is going to fall into place. And that's where, you know, for all the listeners that are, team, I'm unapologetically team Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Amen. So, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so um, until you have alignment spiritually, nothing else matters. doesn't matter how awesome you are as a business owner, whatever money you're making, you're never really going to experience true alignment until you have it spiritually. So um, like I said, understanding principles of reciprocity, you know, giving, Sowing and reading, right, um, right. those types of things. Uh, when I talk about God and, and reading the Bible and knowing that for yourself, um, you know, I don't want to go go all the way to church on everybody, but <laughs> <laughs> but basically that that's what I'm saying. And it doesn't necessarily mean you know I'm not suggesting that you know you have to be in somebody's church or um, any other things that may be perceived as religious or dogmatic, I'm speaking about relationship. Right. So I'm not talking right. about you, you need to be an usher and <laughs> you know, all of these other things. I'm saying if there's there's no other relationship in your life that is more important than the one that you cultivate with God. So absolutely, absolutely. And that's why that scripture says uh first things should be last thing should be first and the first thing should be last. And so Sometimes these the, the the spiritual things we put dead last, and that's really what we should have first. So that's actually what you're talking about. So, well, so definitely, yeah. and it's so interesting because when I was vacillating with whether or not to make the transition to leave this position I had that people would deem as highly coveted, um, I remember one night could not sleep, couldn't get good rest if I paid for it, right? Hmm. And I woke up at 3.37 a.m., which is interesting because it didn't dawn on me um, until later that I was actually born at 3.37 p.m. Wow. But I found my birth certificate (laughs) recently and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. So 3.37 a.m. I woke up and resonating very strong in my spirit, the Lord gave me Jeremiah 29.11. And although it may be cliche, I know the plans that I have for you, a plans to prosper and not harm, you know, a, a plan to give you. Yes. yes. And so for me, that gave me so much peace in that moment that indeed I know that he has a plan for me and don't worry about it because that's Romans eight twenty eight says it's all. All things. That's it. Yes. And so for those that are called according to his purpose, and I know I'm called according <laughs> to the purpose, right? I know he didn't put me on this earth to not leave empty. Right. And so um, those are the types of things that when I say, you know, fringe benefits of relationship is that he'll give you what you need in every area if you stop and if you stop and spend some time with them. So absolutely. Absolutely. And and let's let's kind of transition because you're talking about the relationship piece. 
And so we're talking about a spiritual relationship and then you're talking about relationships with people. And, and you mentioned the other two things, a therapist and a business coach. So talk about the, the humility of, of, of learning from other people and helping and getting someone to help you see something that you can't see in what you're trying to accomplish in life. Okay. Awesome. So here's the thing, as smart as I know I am, I don't know everything. Right. And even in high levels of expertise and intelligence, you have to have enough good old common sense to realize where the blind spots are in your life and tap into people who can help you see those places that you can't see and help you process them in whatever way that means. So to start with the good therapist, there, I feel like everybody has experienced some level of trauma, if you will, in their right. life. Correct, correct. And just what I mentioned about being a single mom on that three-hour bus ride each way, working overnight, but having a toddler so that when I get home from that three-hour bus ride, I can't even go to sleep because I need to stay awake so that my baby doesn't burn the house down, right? <laughs> right, right. Um, and then, you know, what it's like to know that you have so much in you and you're pushing a struggle down a flooded street, getting rained on, arm tired, holding this two-year-old, you know, like those types of things, they affect us. And whether or not we want to acknowledge, because I'm known, people who know me well will tell you that I am one of the most resilient, resourceful people that they know. And uh, I'm known for being resilient, but being resilient gets old because being resilient sometimes comes with taking a lot of hits and finding ways to bounce back and navigate and keep pushing. And so I realized that there were some things that I needed to unpack Mm. and I couldn't unpack them by myself. I needed the insight and perspective of somebody else to help me be okay in that area. And I think that sometimes in certain communities, there's a stigma around um, Mm -hmm. mental health. And just like you go get your teeth clean, just like you go get a physical, just like whatever your checkups are, you need a checkup from the neck up too sometimes. Absolutely. And so as I began to seek purpose and destiny in my life and seek that alignment that I'm talking about, I realized that there were some things that I needed to break down just in my mind and my heart that were going to be hindrances of me really going to the level that I know I'm called to operate on. Love it. Love it. So listen, so now we're talking about the, so we talked about the awareness piece. We talked about the imagination piece. And so now let's talk about the piece where you are in your life now, because it sounds like you're on this, on this purposeful mission to, to do what you do. And I know you're helping business and organizations elevate their digital presence. So talk about, talk about where you are now with what you're doing that and, and how that's, how that's going and, and, um, and how we can support you in those efforts. So let me tell you, it is an awesome, liberating feeling to be doing the things that you know you're supposed to do. Yes. And the awesome thing about Mind Your Business is that I absolutely love helping business owners take their digital presence and um, awaken their brands and, and their digital presence in that space to help them take things to the next level. So it's like, not only am I good at it, not only do I have a level of expertise, I've written books about it, but I actually love doing it too. And so... I think that adds 
a little something extra to it. Like one of the things I always say is I have the recipe to the secret sauce to help you win online. And I do. And and it's so exciting when I'm able to partner with organizations, brands, entrepreneurs, and just like I talked about getting somebody else to help you identify the blind spots. Mm -hmm. I almost, the way that I approach the work is very visionary. I'm able to quickly identify where the, where the holes are and the blind spots are in what you're doing and give you strategy to be successful. And as I say, show up in an amazing way and showing up in an amazing way online today, it means it, it, it translates to profitability as well. And so if I can help businesses show up in the way that they need to show up online so that they can shift gears and focus on the thing that they are good at that brings right. in big bucks to their organization, then it's a win-win situation because I've been able to pour out my gifts onto them, sprinkle the, the recipe to the secret sauce on their business, and then they can now focus on and thrive on the things that they are good at to really move their business forward. Love it. Love it. Let me ask you this since you talked about that. So what is, what is the most common issue that you see with business owners in the, in, in the digital presence right now? I know sometimes, you know, they get so caught up in, in trying to post everything on social media and, and sometimes those messages don't really match, you know, their brand and they're just trying to keep, you know, just trying to get information out there so they can be seen, et cetera. So what is that? What is the most common issue you see? Excuse my vernacular. They ain't got no plan. (laughs) 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 That's what it is. No plan. They have no plan. And so they're on, they have a website, they have social media. They might have a little something going on email just because they know that they need to. Somebody told them that's a good idea, but they have not developed a plan that has well thought out strategies and tactics that support what they're doing as a business owner. And so if you fail to plan, plan to fail. And that's the biggest thing. Everybody's on, you know, billions of people are on Facebook. People have websites, they're there, but they're not operating at their highest level of efficacy because they're just willy-nilly operating in that space. There's there's no strategy. And that's the the deficit that I see when I talk to most business owners is that they have not, it's like you have a business plan, you have systems in place for how you get new leads and how you manage those leads or how you get speaking engagements, you know, all of these different things. Right. But they haven't taken time to strategize and then create a system, a well-oiled machine for how they need to show up online. And that's where I come in. That's where you come in. <laughs> and so, so what, what kind of, uh, what kind of, what kind of uh, options do you have working with business owners? Uh, get, give us an idea about if someone wants to reach out to you and possibly work with you, what, what options do you have? So I can assist companies soup to nuts. It's everything from co- consulting and training. Sometimes I encounter organizations where they might have somebody who's doing some level of marketing or social media management and that sort of thing on their team, but mm-hmm. they just don't know what they don't know. So they help me. Um, or so I help them by 
consulting, or sometimes I create strategy for them, a comprehensive digital strategy that their team is able to execute on their own. Um, But then sometimes organizations are like, yeah, no, I need you to do that part too. So then there's an implementation aspect to it where I can help you get that strategy going. Um, We can manage social media, create websites for clients. And then for the people that are like, okay, I recognize that I need help in this area. I don't necessarily have a team, but I have a need and I need that need filled. Then I also do um, online group coaching programs where you can go through some programs that I have so carefully and lovingly curated (laughs) where where you are able to basically walk through the steps of building one of them. The first one's called Let's Get Digital. And it's a 10 week program that helps people lay those mission critical foundational bricks that it's going to take for them to win on social media. I mean, digital marketing period. And then once you navigate through let's get digital, then there's the social media makeover. And that's because I recognize that for most people, that's the strongest output from from a digital marketing standpoint. And Mm -hmm. so it's a 12 week program where I take you through week by week building awesome rock star level social media. So I'm excited about all of the ways that I can help people training, consulting, strategy development, social media management, and then even group coaching. It's, it's an amazing season for me. I'm really excited. Well, listen, I'm excited about that too, because when I met you in Denver at, uh, at NSA influence, I was excited to, to get back home and reconnect with you and, and, and share you with my, my little, my little, uh, my little tribe and, because I, I really believe in the work that you're doing, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing you continue to blossom and do the things that you're doing. And I was actually just getting ready to to get you to just kind of do a final plug for what you're doing, and you've done that. So right now, how can people connect with you, follow you, on uh, go to your website, phone number, anything you want to share right now? Sure. So my website is mindyourbizllc.com. And I mind your biz LLC on all of the social media platforms as well. So look for the the black Warby Parker frames. Those are a part of my brand signature. Um, but yeah, mind your biz LLC, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm Tisha Holman on LinkedIn. Um, I would love to connect with you all and and further discuss um, how I can share the recipe to the secret sauce with you and your business and help you start being profitable online. Excellent. Excellent. Now, listen, before I let you get out of here, because I know we, you know, we, we, we scrambled to get this interview and I finally got you and I definitely don't want to take up too much of your time. But before I let you go, I have five fun questions for you. And I did not send these to you on purpose because I want to catch you off guard. Okay. (laughs) So five. I'm I'm game. (laughs) You're game. We're good. We're good. Okay. First question. So if you could have one superpower, what would that be? (laughs) The ability to read minds. <laughs> you know what? That's the second time I've heard that in a couple of weeks. Now tell me why. Because, you know, sometimes when you're talking to folks, you just want to know what they're <laughs> saying that they're not saying. If I can just listen in to your mind and hear what's really going on from my daughter to clients to some other folks, I want to know what you really think. What you really think, and I love that. All right. Question number two. If you have a billboard with anything on it, what would it say and why? It would say, you need to mind your business. <laughs> and it would have my website. Mind your business. Yes, you need to mind your business with my website. Because we, we, 
that's going to spark curiosity. They're going to want to know what I mean by that. And then it could be potential opportunities to change lives. I love it. Now, listen, before I even get to question number three, I have to ask you because I wanted to ask you. So where, how did you come up? I mean, where, where did the inspiration come from naming your business, Mind Your Business? So I'm the pun master, first of all. Like, <laughs> I'm the one that friends, family, colleagues call when they need a good one-liner, tagline, um, copy. Um, that's, a, that's a gift, a natural gift of mine. And so for me, Mind Your Business came from people minding their business. The idea that entrepreneurs need to start to work on their business instead of in their business, minding it strategically and tactically so that they can be successful. I love it. I love it. I have a good friend that I think I'm going to I'm going to connect you with because he and I, we had a conversation the other day and he's he's struggling. So I'm going to get him with you. I'm going to connect him okay. with you. All right. All right. Question number three. What movie could you watch over and over again and why? The Five Heartbeats. The Five Heartbeats. Tell me yes. why. That is my absolute favorite movie. And you probably don't want to watch it with me because I know the whole script, all of the choreography. <laughs> I get on everybody's nerves watching that movie, but that is my jam. That's your jam. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Question number four. So what song do you constantly play over and over again when you're driving and you just like you're on top of the world? What, what song is that? So that is a really tough question because I'm definitely a music person. Okay. And I love different types of music. So it really depends on what's going on, right? So like, for example, if you get in the car with me today, you're going to hear a bunch of prints because I just came back from Paisley Park over the weekend. Really? Yes. And I'm a big Prince fan big Prince fan. And so I've just still been on a high from that experience and I've been jamming Prince. But then sometimes there are specific um, like gospel, like right now, Anita Wilson is one Mm -hmm. of my favorites. And so there's a couple of songs off her, um, I think it's the Sunday worship CD um, that I just love that resonated my spirit and get me feeling high and happy and encouraged. Um, and ready to attack the day. So it just really, I listen to Donald Lawrence a lot. I like Brian McKnight. You know, my, my, my tastes are very diverse with music. So it really just depends on the mood I want to get in before I speak at conferences or share. Mm-hmm. I, I have this like playlist, it's called Tisha Speaks. And it has, <laughs> and it has this variety of, of gospel, of girl power type of stuff. So it just really depends. I really love music. And um, I feel like music has the power to change the atmosphere. It and, does, and yes. So it just depends on what I need to get from my, my, my playlist. <laughs> got you. I got you. Well, let me ask you this thing. If it's Prince, since you just visited Paisley Park, what, what, what Prince song would it be right now? So, oh gosh, it's going to be a several. I'm sorry. So Prince, like I love, so Cream is probably the first one. Like we can't see each other. I don't know if you can see me, but I have a shirt on that says filthy cute and baby, you know it. That's a line from Cream. <laughs> right. Okay? That's right. So, uh, <laughs> so Cream, Pink Cashmere, the most beautiful girl in the world when doves cry. I mean, like bees in the temple. I mean, it can go on. I can't. I got you. Song. Yeah. I, I, I got guy. you. <laughs> I got you. And, and and Prince is the same for me. He's he's one of my favorites. And so a, a variety of music for me as well. So, all right, last one. Uh, what makes you feel inspired? Oh, my daughter. 
And it's because I know that she is watching and soaking up everything that I do. And she inspires me to always go a little further. If I'm tired, if I'm frustrated about something, knowing that she is watching and that I'm creating a legacy that I know she's walking in, um, it inspires me to always be the best version of me that I can be. Excellent. Excellent. Listen, it's been an honor to have you on. I, I tell you what, um, I know the information you've shared today is definitely going to help people create some turning points in their life, not just even in their business, but in their personal life, in their relationships. And so, again, I really thank you for taking out time of your busy schedule to uh, to set aside this time for us to just kind of do this quick talk. And um, again, when I first met you at, in Denver, I said, I definitely have to get her on my show and, and get her to share the information that she has. And And I'm going to connect with some other people and connect them to you because I think you're doing some fantastic work. Well, thank you. And I know, you know, this was a great conversation. It's probably going to be your favorite interview for a while. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Consider it done. Consider it done. Consider it done. Well, listen, again, Tisha, thank you. And I apologize for Matt chopping your name up. I'm sitting here looking at all this paperwork that I have in front of me and you know how that is. But again, thank you. and, And I really appreciate what you're doing. And uh, keep up the fantastic work. And, and I'm proud of your daughter. And I love that. I mean, when you said that, that, it just gave me chills because that's really what it's all about. Well, thank you. And I appreciate you having me as a guest. It was great. Excellent. Well, listen, talk to you soon and keep up the fantastic work. All right. All right. Bye-bye.